Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmas, Imi Mirosir, Zos Mordechai. Welcome to all the guests. Shalom Aleichem, what's your name? Shalom Greenstein from Muncie, New York. Shalom Greenstein from Muncie, New York. No way. Very few people brought us the base. Usually it's brought us the yud until they got. How, how do you find it? Because of all the ads by the Simashas for the eight minute dot. Here in Eretz Yisrael? Over there. Really? Wow. Okay. Well, we're, we're over three years, no? Over three years. All right. Who else? What's your name, Sadiq? Oziel from Isaac. Wow. Where do you live now? Okay, no, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. Yeah. You want a shout out? What's your name? Alan Gross. Alan Gross, from where? Flatbush. He comes every week, this guy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, who else? You guys in the back. Oh, Shomalechem, what's your name? Michael Green. Oh, you sound very familiar. From where? From Boston. My son lives in the street. Ah. Ah, that's what it is. Okay. So, regards, where is he? He's, he's, he's in the sheep in Memphis. Memphis. All right. You guys next to Menachem Ate? We met. Yeah, okay. When? Yesterday? No, I see him by uh, two, but I've been with the chair since Megillah. Since Megillah, where do you live? Ah, and you, the guy next to you, also we met. Don't tell me, brother. Shalom aleichem. And we have Robert Links, unbelievable guest. Shalom aleichem, Robert. Okay, well, is that so? Okay. Oh, you're you're no you. Last week, it doesn't help if it's not today. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, that's right. Okay, got it, got it. The lawyer. Okay, good. Right? Uh, Ira Safran, I think. Oh, listen to this. Happy 50th birthday and many, many more. My name is Sigmund Safran from Cleveland, Ohio. I believe that at 96 years old, I'm your oldest Talmud. My bracha to you is that Hashem should give you Aricha Siyomim and everything you wish for. I met him over there when I was in Cleveland. Remember? Yeah, I remember. First off, Admei Vahesrim. I've never heard or seen drain flies until you mentioned them a while back, and then I got drain flies. And then he says, since I mentioned in the what? So, what's your point? You, you can leave. You can leave now. You don't like? Not I decide how long she is. You don't like it? Bye bye. See ya. Something else will be Say it. Don't worry about it. Listen to this. It's season is. I asked you before, Shira. Are you in your Matzah Shabbos mood? You said no. <laughs> okay, this guy says that he, you don't want no, no email? Okay, we'll start share. Okay, Rabbi, you want emails to share? What do you want? They want emails, you see? <laughs> this guy got brain flies since I mentioned it in share. Then I mentioned the other day about mice. Guess what he got? And then it says like this, he finally solved the problem. Da, da, da. The guy comes and says, maybe the mice got smart from the guy you listened to. Yeah, he really said that. Okay, Ronnie Sterling. I have to stop mentioning animals. Hi everybody, I have to thank you in the whole MDY family. You should know that I come from Israel and get married in Borough Park. I joined you with Mesef Tzitzubis after I watched the see him. Although I don't understand English well, I can understand you easily. <laughs> I work very hard at a Judaica company and employees can hardly wait for the class to start with the good morning and the energy you give really energizes me and all the working staff. Of course, I'm the only one who listens to the majority of the rest of the year. Depends on whatever. Okay, excuse my English. And then I refrain from writing until now, but gratitude is a must. Thank you from your Hasidic student who wishes to remain anonymous. 
And this is from Shapsi Cohen, the famous Shapsi Cohen who comes every month to Shabbos. He's sitting right over there. He said, he sent me this uh, screenshot that says, yes, I came with my brother who arrived by himself without his wife from New York yesterday. His entire agenda for coming to Israel was to come to the Shir this morning. What? I don't see him? What's his name again? Krieger. Krieger from Bita. Oh, you don't see the screen. No, this, the, this thing, this picture. Oh, Tazai. Where is he? Which one is he, Shapsi? But what's this? Oh, it's not, this is not a clip of it. Okay, I got it. Krieger, yes, came my brother right himself. Chavali didn't tell me. His whole agenda. Finally, you may be familiar with the sefer that the Rebbe wrote called Hayoim. Hayoim Yoim. It's a collection of Hasidic teachings and customs arranged according to the days of the year. On your birthday, Tesla of Kislev, the Rebbe wrote the following, which I think Bashared and truly describes Yahavas Yisrael. Which is a shnaz at a ton of gefen, gizunt, barnos, and nachas. Yitavan sits in Mesech the Shabbos. Shlomo Zalman, Rosenzweig, Toronto, attached picture, which I cherish. Shame my hand wasn't on it. Okay, fine. The Koilo Raboisai is sponsored that we may always be able to support Torah and may the Torah protect us from any harm. The Mesechta is sponsored. Ein Zgul Katoir, Ein Timcheo, Ki Yaakov, Ya Lak. The Kovacs children, in honor of our father Menachem Kovacs, an MDY chassid on his milestone birthday. What's his birthday, Reboi Sai? No? Nobody no. And the art of the month is sponsored, first month sponsored by Anonymous from Lakewood, Zuchos, for his nieces, Shiduchim. Okay, so. Huh? Oh, Benison Shar Chesed, Shalaykum Shar Chesed, Reboisai. Oh, that's Manchester. <laughs> wow, Shalaykum, guys. And who else? And you have, you have also Shar Chesed? I was looking at, at Manchester. Oh, Shar Chesed, Givaldi. Lat, lat. Benny, we miss you here. Nobody's singing songs, garnished. You want pizza? You go to Shar Chesed. Shmat. Okay, listen, Reboisai. So today we're going to be learning a number of things. First of all, if you have neighbors that are mudr from each other, they say, you can't benefit from me, I can't benefit from you. Can they walk into the same shul? There's one shul in the little village which is communally owned. Can they walk into shul? The mudr from each other, they're not allowed to from each other. What do you guys think? Yes, no? Huh? They could? It's a mitzvah. Eh, eh. Okay, so we're going to see. A few surprises here. This, the Eilam is familiar with, that when you have Rebbe Lozim Yaakov, Mishnasi the Allah is like him. Even when he argues against the Rabbim, against Rabbanon, also we'll see. Here's a question, it's a multiple choice question. What do they sell in a mikvah in the base of America? Do they sell shampoo, towels, eggs, or chalant? Anybody? Today, today they sell at all. You that went to another shear, don't say the answer, please. No, 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 in the mikvah. I'm talking about in the mikvah. What do they sell inside the mikvah? Good, but what do they sell in the time of the Gemara? Very good. Now we know there's a concept called chazaka. But what is, what, what, what's considered, what constitutes regilus? When you do something a number of times, for instance, like the halacha says, you shouldn't say kriyashma ba'alaysa shachar. You shouldn't be ruggle in it. So what's ruggle? Two, three, five, how many times? 
Also something we'll see today. All right, so we could, because it's only four lines, we'll allow ourselves to go back to the shortest daf of Shas. We'll just start from the top of Memheyom at Beis. You have two... Yeah, thank you. You have two partners who are mudra Guy says, Reuven says, I'm not going to benefit from Shimon at all. And Shimon says to his partner, you Reuven, I'm not going to benefit from you. Asurim So we said, as we said yesterday, we have three things going on over here. And, oh, this is actually a real, I didn't even change the, the numbers or anything. We have three things going on. That's what we're going to be discussing today. First of all, we have the idea of vitur asur. It's machlaikas. If vitur, vitur means a very minor hana, walking into my front yard, giving you a little bit of flour. I give you, I sell you a pound of flour. I give you a tiny bit more. It's all vitur. It's something that people are not makbet. Okay, can you give vitur to somebody that you are mudar hana from? Our Mishnah goes says that it's asur. So therefore, even though there's no kpeda to walk into somebody's chatzar, in fact, the Ram brings, the Gemara has shutfim in Baba Basra that says, shutfim are never makpin one another to come in and out. Even so, the zero kpeda over here, because vitur is aser, it's also for you to even benefit that minute benefit. Okay. The other thing is that we're going to see on Ahmed Bey is that we're talking about, I'm just giving you all the things, we're talking about a, a, a chatzar, that's less than eight amas. So here's the chatzar in the time of the Gemara. The chatzar, not like by us, that the chatzar is in the backyard. It's a front yard. It doesn't really matter where it is and what it is. The point is that you have two partners. They own this front yard jointly. And they're both mudano from each other. So if, in this case, it's talking about it's less than eight amas. Plus, there's not a lot that you need four amas by each door. That was different halachas that we had over there in Erev and different different Masechah. So... Whatever the, the amount is, less than eight amas, that's what we're talking about over here. I certainly So, since you have all these things, Vitor is also, you're not going to the Chatzar. Rebbe Lezmi Yaakov Oimer, Ze Nichnas Latech Shaloi, Vize Nichnas Latech Shaloi. We're talking about a machloikas of Yesh Breira, Ein Breira. Rebbe Lezmi Yaakov is of the opinion, Yesh Breira over here. Yesh Breira means that there's a retroactive clarification. I thought this was amazing. I was sitting uh, Shabbos with my mishpach in Yerushalayim. And my daughter, she was telling me about, you know, the new age kids. We call them kids. It's all about psychology. Everything you do has to do with your past trauma. or the. And I'm arguing with them. I'm like, I, I agree that there's a lot of trauma and a lot of things you do is because of trauma. Not everything. You, no, everything, everything. That you don't understand. The... The 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 the, the law that there's a thing called this and it flips that way and then every time you, you have trauma it's either fight or flight and a whole drush drush drush. So I said I bet you you don't know what RTC is. She says, after the whole argument I said no you know what RTC is. Retroactive trauma clarification. <laughs> She's like whoa that, that that sounds deep. So what does it mean? It says retroactive. You don't know what it is? Why you give me all these drushas? You don't even know what RTC is. Retroactive trauma clarification. Give it this whole drasha. You have to, sometimes, you're right, trauma is that, but you have to, 
when you know about a trauma, then retroactively you could clarify what it did to you. And this is she's like, yeah, yeah, she's masking the whole drug. I said, hey, you see, anybody can tell you still saying you believe it. Okay. Retroactive trauma clarification. RTC. Just remember, RTC. Yeah. So now we're talking about retroactive clarification. She said, how'd you come up with it? Eh, whatever. So since Yesh Brero, according to Rabbi Lezbi and we're talking about, we already, we'll go to a little later, and we, sp- we explained it nicely on, uh, with the Ran yesterday, that we're talking about a very small chatzar. So small chatzar, you can't devise it. You can't, you can't split it and give, it, give one piece to one and one piece to the other. If it had enough amas, you know, four amas per, okay, fine. Then you could do Brera. But over here, you can't. You can't split it. So what you could split is the time. When I walk into my chatzar, our chatzar, this time that I walked in is mine. You walk in an hour later, that time becomes yours. On that we say, Yishbreira, the Ran explained it beautifully, that this is different because we know everything what's going on. We have all, everything's lined up. We are partners and it's too small to split. We have one, one, thing, one piece missing, the time of the day that I'm going in. Okay, so then on that I'll say Yishbreira. Great. Next. Each person goes in his time slot and everything is great. Now, I have a chatzar. You see that chatzar in the picture? I have a chatzar. Now, that chatzar is for me <coughs> to get to my house, for you to get to your house. I want to put a big machine in there, a rechaim, a grinder. It's something that makes noise, something that creates a mess, a smell. It's not, it's not Pasha that I need your permission in order to do it. So certainly, even Rebbe Yaga that says, Yesh Breira, I could go into the Chatzar because this moment that I went in is retroactively clarified that it's mine, but I can't put a, a, a Rechaim in there. Why? Because you could deny me that, that, that right. There's no retroactive clarification on a rechaim. Because sometimes my shutam doesn't let me put it in there. Sometimes yes. Okay. Just as a picture, this is what a rechaim looks like. This is what a tanner looks like. In those days, even my brother-in-law in Chatzar Strauss in Yerushalayim, that yeshiva that he has over there, in Sivasar, they had a tanner in the, in the front yard, in the yard, in the Chatzar. There's a, a communal Chatzar, and there's a tanner. People used to do laundry there, and the tanner, they didn't have ovens in their houses. Okay. <laughs> Do I want chickens in my front yard? No, I can deny you that, right? Even Rebbe Lezim Yaakov holds, you can't do so. Once we're talking about even got chickens, since there are some people that didn't hear the story, I have to tell you the story. It's a Musa Hasko for life. My grandfather's one of 10 brothers, was one of 10 of brothers Stefanskis that came from Switzerland. So he was in Eretz Yisrael. One day he gets a thing. Your father was Nifter, Rabbi Stavansky, and he left him a Yerusha. A nice size Yerusha. So what do you do? He went to the Chazanish, and he asked the Chazanish what to do. Chazanish said, oh, I think you should buy a lot of land here in Bnei Brak. Bnei Brak is up and coming. Buy property in Bnei Brak. My grandfather, he used to have a Chavrusa at three in the morning with some guy. So he told his Chavrusa, this is what the Chazanish said. <laughs> The Chazanish, he's a big tzaddik. He understands about business. <laughs> he knows how to learn. What does he know about business? 
This is what I think you should do with your money. You should buy a chicken incubator. You take a bunch of eggs and you incubate the eggs and then pop, out come these chickens and then you're gonna have more chickens, more eggs. You're gonna be a millionaire. You're gonna have a lot of chickens. Oh, it's my big idea. So he takes all his money and he buys like the hottest incubating machine, puts all the eggs there. My grandmother told me the story 20 times. I only told it to you five. She said that she one day she's putting the eggs in this. She's looking for something. And she got electrocuted. Kids said it was a terrible thing. And she started having chickens and this. And everything's going good until there's a little war with Jordan. They lived over there on, uh, what is it called? Uh, the street over there next to Gula. Uh, Novi passed like uh, Shift Israel. Exactly. They lived on Shift Israel. And ew, incoming missile hit the machine, exploded. They had zero left from the whole Yerusha. And we could have owned today half of Bnei Brak. Shkoyach, Havrusa, Yishkoyach. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The point is, you listen, if you have, if a gadol like the Chazanish didn't understand the business. Okay. Fine. So, these, these kind of things, you don't, you're not allowed to put in there. Um... If one of the... Now, the Ran explains over here that these things you can't put in because there's a concept of jealousy, kino. So if my partner is allowed to bring in a tanor and I can't, I'm going to be jealous and I'm going to put my, my tanor also in there. I'm going to see that he puts it in there. So there's a beautiful question here. <laughs> I don't know if I should say it here, if it goes a little bit later. Fine, here. Again, Ruvain is not allowed to benefit from Shimon. So Ruvain cannot put his grinder in the chatzar. Why? And then he'll see, he'll see, um, maybe it goes a little bit weiter. Hold on, let's see. He can't even go into the chatzar. So it goes over here. You can't even go into the chatzah. If one of them is mudar, no, you can't go in. Why? Because if he goes in, he'll see that his friend has a grinder in there. His friend has a tanner in there. So he's going to say, I also want to put my tanner in there. Even though I'm mudar, no, even though I'm not allowed to, I want to do it anyway. You hear? I'm not allowed to put my tanner in there. Why? Because I made it usher myself. I said I'm not going to have enough for my friend. So therefore, I can't put my tanner in there. But my friend, he's allowed to. Nobody made it usher in him. So I'll be jealous. Now the Ran asks the question, why would he be jealous? At the end of the day, if you want, you could tell your friend, I don't want you to put the tanner in also. If we're partners, each partner has the right to ask the other partner for putting a tanner in there. So what's going to happen? I can't put in my stove because I made it also myself. I'm going to walk into the chutz and I'm going to see that my friend has a stove there. I'm going to be very jealous. I can tell my friend, get your stove out of here. It's my right to get every stove and any rechaim and any tarnagal out of there. Says the Ran, very, very nice. Who is going to say something like that to his partner? It's not a nice thing. It's not manners. Tell your partner to get your tanner out of here. It's, the, the norm is to allow a partner to have a tanner in there. So what are you going to do? You are going to allow your partner to have it because it's not manners to tell him not. And then you're going to start eating yourself up. Your kishkas are going to start boiling over. Oh, it's not fair. He has the tanner and I don't have a tanner. So tell him not. No, I can't tell him not. It's not nice. 
Oh, and then you're going to bring in your own tanner. Okay, just thought it's interesting. Psychology. RTC. Says the Gemara. Retroactive clarification. I'm going into my part of the chaser. You go into yours. But this is what's important. Ran says that wasn't important, this whole thing. It was Pashat. If Reuven is the one that says it, I might have a picture here. Here. This is a neither. Okay. He says, I, you see, he's the one, the, the big guy is saying the words. He says, I won't benefit from the small guy. So the small guy can't give anything to the big guy. So now in that case, we can force the big guy to sell his share. Oh, sorry, where am I? But if it's a third party, so a third guy, we have two partners, they get along fine, there's no nether between them at all. But this is another guy, a stranger, that he has a nether, he can't benefit from one of the two guys. Could he come into the business? Could he come into the, to the property? He could come in. Why? Because yes, Breira. If yes, Breira. So he says, I'm coming into the to the chutz. I'm coming into the part that's not owned by the one I'm mutter to. I'm coming to the part that the one it's mutter to. But the Ran explains that he has to be coming in for the guy. He can't just walk in there. It's a guy. Look, there's a guy that's. That's, that's uh, in a fight with one of the two partners. And the partner said, you can never benefit from me. So he's not allowed to walk into the chatzar for no reason. Ah, he could say, but I'm going, I'm coming, not into your part, I'm coming into the 50% that's owned by, my, by your friend. He can't do that. Unless he's actually going in for the friend. You hear? He has to be going in for a reason, for the friend. Now, what's nageh in our days, it's very nageh this halacha, here in Eretz Yisrael especially, we have something called the Cheder Madrigat. There's the stairwell going into, into the building. Let's say you live in Harnof. It happens all the time. I want to go through the stairs and end up, uh, you know, Katsinel Boygen on the bottom over there. Is that okay or not okay? Now, a guy, the neighbor that lives on the fourth floor told me it's okay. Do I need permission from every single person in the building? The answer is yes. And the answer is no one can give you permission to go through the building. He can give you permission one time, two times, but you can't do it as that's the halacha. The Ramah talks about the sma, the different, different nachreinim, huh? Hmm? No, uh, you you bring dust into my building. You go like this. You go two hundred people come into my thing. They slam the door. They they wear out my my steps. Forget the light. You're going into my private property. It's my private property. I'm makbed. You know, I'm not Makvid. One minute, we're learning the whole sugi. You didn't take anything. I'm a partner with you. I'm not taking anything from you. I'm going into the Chatzar. I'm not going to the Chatzar because Ein Vitor. But there's a Musik of Ein Vitor. There's a Musik that you're taking something. You are taking something. I have to clean the, 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 the stairs now twice a week instead of once a week. 
Everybody brings in the desert strolls, a lot of dust, a lot of this, a lot of that. Okay, ask your local rabbi. I'm not passing. I'm just saying, think about it. Just because you, go, you got, and if you ask permission from one guy, that doesn't help you. Maybe you don't need permission from anybody according to you. But if you need permission, one guy's not enough. And even that one guy, even if they all, it's only for once or twice, but you can't just make from a habit out of it if there's partners. Says the Mishnah Vaiter. Hamudra Anom Chaveroi. V'yeshloi merchatz u'beis habad muskorim be'ir. The boys, I check out this special Matzi Shabbos picture. Here is the beis hamerchatz. You have two elderly guys having a water fight, and they also have a shaman guy that decides to go into the mikveh with all his clothes. I'm not exactly sure why, but he has this push over on the side. Fine. So this is a beis hamerchatz. It's owned. By the person that you cannot benefit from. This was also done from scratch. It's an olive press. Muskarim beer. Now, Ruvay made a nether that is not going to have any benefit from Shimon. Shimon is the owner of these two things, or one of these things. He owns the bathhouse of the city, he owns the olive press. Now, if the person that you're not allowed to benefit from, the owner, he rented it out to somebody else. But if he has a tfisas yad, tfisas yad, Reboisai is a new Muslim that we haven't learned really. Tfisas yad means, and this is common even today, sometimes people own properties, commercial properties, where you have a store in there, and the, and the store gives a percentage of the profits, not only in addition to the rent, they give a percentage of the profits. This guy owns the, the mikvah. He, he, he leases out the mikvah to somebody. Now, there's another guy that wants to use the mikvah, but he has a question. Can I use the mikvah? Because the real owner that leased it out, he hates me and he made a nether. I can't benefit from him. Well, it depends. If the owner of the mikvah gets a cut for every single person that walks into the mikvah, it costs $10 to go to the mikvah, he gets... Two and a half dollars. Then it's a problem. Because he's benefiting, he's, 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 getting, he's getting part of your, your, your schat. But if he just leased it, he doesn't care who comes, it doesn't matter how many people use the mikvah and how many people don't use the mikvah. It's like a typical store, you just lease it. Then you can go in and use that guy's mikvah, even though that guy made a nether against you. If he gets a certain percentage, awesome. As the Gemara is going to describe, just plain old rent, motor. Then you can go in. So remember, we had. I just stole this from Dafman Bays. Here, the guy is pointing at a person. He's saying, I'm not going into your house. He didn't talk about a, a particular house. Your house in the Hamptons, your, your house in, in New York. Your house. Okay. In other words, if I buy your house, it's going to be kainam. If I buy your sada, kainam. Meis, if the, the, the pencil guy dies or he sold it, then you're allowed to go into that particular house. Because you never said, you see, his hand is above the house. He's not, he's not pointing at the house. He's pointing at the person. That house happens to be his house. But once he sells that house, it's mutter. 
However, if he says, check it out, now the hand goes down. Oh, he points at a particular house and he says, this house, I am madder myself, I'll never go into it. <coughs> if he dies, or sells somebody else, also remains also forever because he answered this particular house forever. Ibailu says the Gemara, all about the Gemara, yeah? Ibailu, binadru pligi, are we only talking about a case where the person made a nether on himself? He said, I will not benefit from, let's see, yeah, this case. You see, the big guy's talking. He says, Ani Oops. Ani I'm not going to benefit from him. So he made a nether that he won't benefit from somebody else. But what if he said, you, not me, not I can't benefit from me, you can't benefit. Is it because the makhlaq is only in a case where they ask for themselves, Rabbanu will agree to Rabbi Lazim Yaakov that there's a concept of Yesh Breira. Why? The Chiyanusim Damu. What's that other guy supposed to do? How could somebody, how could Reuven Aser Shimon? He can't Aser Shimon. It's like he's a Oynas. How could he say, you can't come into my, into my field? I will not benefit from you, I understand. I could ask for myself. But how could I ask for somebody else? That's like a Oynas. Oydilma. Maybe perhaps Afilu Ubedir Zezepli. Maybe Aim Breira. Maybe Rabbanon hold that ain't Breira. And even if I, I could ask for you, um, uh, okay, five. I won't go into that. Toshma. In our Mishnah, we had a case. If one of the two partners is Mudrano, Mechaberoi. So the, now the Gemara understands the word Mudr means somebody answered him. That's how we should learn in the Mishnah. Somebody made me answer. Mechaberoi. Not that I, not like in this case, where I made myself answer. Somebody made me answer. Somebody made the little guy answer. That he can the little guy in this case cannot receive from the big guy. That's what it says. Mudr. He was mudr And nevertheless, says the Gemara in our Mishnah, Tani Nodr Tani would over here wouldn't mean that you have to change the word. Understand it that we're not talking about that somebody else answered him. Understand it that he himself made it also, like in this case. The big guy. The banker, he made himself, he said, I don't want to benefit from you. He made himself also. Not that he answered his friend. And that makes a lot of sense. It fits into later. We learned in our Mishnah, they could force him to sell his share. Who are you forcing to sell? The guy that made it also on himself? Or the little guy that you made also, you made him also? How could you force the little guy to sell his share? How could the banker, the guy with the car, say something that would make the little guy, the guy with the shake, the shake case over there, how could, you, how could he make him sell a share in the property? 
will tell him, you cannot benefit from, you cannot benefit from me. So then, so, so now you're forcing a partner to sell a piece of property. That's impossible. Anytime you want to force a partner to sell a property, you have to go to court. Over here, have a way. You just say something and finish. He has, doesn't make sense. If the banker made it also on himself, you can force him to get out of the deal. Who told you to be such a guy and, and ask for things on yourself? Get out of here. You're out of the deal. But if the banker made the small guy usher, I'm like, I have an eyesight. Why would you make the, 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 the loiva, whatever the guy's name over there, the small guy on the right, why would you make him sell his piece of property or main us on us? Hold on. I wrote something important, but I can't read my handwriting. It's a run. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let me just see if I remember what it says here. Um, something uh, to the point where... Oh. Right. The Ron asks, why don't we force... Why don't we force, when, when the, the guy says, you are Osir, he answers his friend, why don't you force, let's go back to the banker, yeah? The banker says, what, what should we call the little guy here? The borrower, okay. The banker tells the borrower, you are Osir my property. So the owner says, it can't be that the, the borrower has to sell. That can't be. But the Ran asks, so force the borrower, the, the, the lender, the banker, force him to sell. Both of them can't be in the same deal. Now, he can't force somebody else to sell, but you should force him to sell because he opened his mouth and tried to ask for somebody else. If he answers himself, we said we force him to sell. But if he answers the other guy, then we don't force him. Why not? Force that guy to sell. So that Duran says, yeah, again, Nachamal. If the banker says that I, the banker, cannot benefit from the borrower, then we force the banker to sell. If the banker says the borrower can't benefit from me, then we don't force anybody to sell. Why not? Force the banker to sell. So he says, no. The, the lawyer you're asking him, you can't force because he didn't do anything. He didn't open his mouth. So why should you force him? And the banker, he's not going to be nichshal. The whole point is that maybe the borrower will be nichshal. He'll, he'll break the nether. That's, that's your problem, not the, not the borrower's problem. We don't force him. But the banker, there's no reason to force him to, to, to sell because he's not going to be nichshal. Fine. But then the rant says, that if the banker has done this, he's ruggled to do this, he keeps on saying the darn to other people, then we do force him to sell. What does it mean, ruggle? That's what I was saying. This is, this is an interesting halacha. Ruggle, in this case, if he keeps on doing it, means two times. So it's Nagea, we, we can learn from this different halachas. When it comes to Kriyashma, what else? Um, oh, if a person is a lefty, or he says he's a switch swinger, switch hitter, yeah? What does it mean, switch hitter? If he, if he did it more than two times, they say, things like that. What is, he has to be ruggle on the other hand. If he's, done, he's done it more than two times. Next. Yeah, thank you. Panovich, thank you. Shkoyach. Ambidextrous. What? Me and Ramshtan. But no, I'm saying Chazog is the Machlaik is the whole thing. Fine. But in Regilos, it's two times.
זאת גמרא. עומר רבו, עומר זירי, דף מבוב, עומד בייס, ספאנסר, ביינקל כהן, the official MDYMSP, now we know who he is, רבייס, you remember what he looks like? the whole thing, okay. וזכו אז בינגי אבות הספורט, אם נתורי לסמבר יאוס, 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 Rabbi Lezim Yaakov and Chachamim, when you could split, divide the property into two good, festive pieces. Each one has a good piece. But if it's a very small property that has less than eight amas, everybody's going to hold Yesh Breru. And it's Mutter. Right? Again, the only time we say a Breru maybe is because you could split it. But over here, since you can't split it, we'll say Yesh Breru. In those days, they would, they would build a shul together, a communal shul. Every person puts in a hundred bucks and they put up a, they, they build a shul. So the halacha is, if you have two people that are fighting, reminds me of the famous, famous joke, joke number 172, but we'll say it anyway, they found a guy on an island and he had two shuls. Why do you have two shuls? You're by yourself on an island. There's one to Davinin, and one I swore I'll never step foot into that shul. We all know there's a, there's a guy here, right, Menachem? Guy. We have a great shul. We have a lot of achlas. There's a guy. No, we need another shul. Why? I don't know. We need another, he fights every day. He doesn't even know why. He keeps on telling us, we need another shul. What's wrong with this show? I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not diving here anymore. And he left for a month. He comes back. He comes back again. He reminds me of this mindset. Fine. So you have two guys never in a big fight, big machloikas. And the mother are not from each other. They both can't benefit from each other. The Allah is, they cannot step into show. So if I ask you the question all the way in the beginning, Shir, that, here's the answer. The both mother are not from each other. They cannot go into show. Now, a shul, says the Gemara, is like something that you can't divide. What are you going to divide? Who are you, who are you going to divide? What? You get half, you get the beam of what? You can't divide it. There's too many people there. You and your friend can't divide it anyway. So, a shul is like something you can't divide. Pretend that the shul is like a piece of providence, less than eight amas. They both can't go in. Now, you just told me that if it's something that you can't divide, then everybody holds yesh breira, and you just divide the hours. When I go in, it's my hour. When you go in, it's your hour. This is where we got it from. The machloikis is when there's not enough to divide it between two people. It's less than four amas per person. A total of seven and a half amas, let's say. If there's enough for chalukah, then we hold... If there's not enough Chaluka, so Rebbe Lezim Yaakov is going to say that yes, Breira, why? We're going, to, we're going to divide the hours. Yes, should we, do, should we do a little Chazar real quickly? If it's a large enough piece that you can divide between people, then everybody holds Embraer. We already said that's the Allah, Embraer. That's the normal way to go. Embraer. Why? Because each person gets a piece. But if you can't split the pieces, then now you have a different svar that we already know basically what each person gets. We all we don't know we're missing one piece is what time of the day they get. So on that very small part of breira, 
that will say yesh brera. Because 90% we know what's going on. It's 10% we don't know. For that we'll say yesh brera according to the Blazim Yaakov. Fine. Omer Abuno, halacha kir Blazim Yaakov. The halacha is like Blazim Yaakov, even though Chachamim and the Rabbim argue with him, Mishnase Kavanaki. That answers another question. The if a person has a merchatz and he rented it to somebody else. Now, the, the, the owner who rented it out, he has a tvisa siyad, he has, he gets percentages. How much percent? He gets a quarter, a third, a half, something significant. But if it's a little but if it's less than that amount, it doesn't count. Now, let me ask you something. If there's a partnership, we just said, if he's the owner and he leased it out, and all he gets as his percentage of, in addition to the rent, he gets less than 25%, he's not considered a person that has a no. Very good. But what if he's a partner? He's a 1% partner. Could the guy that's muda enough from him come into the bathhouse? The answer is no. Even the smallest amount of percentage of partnership ruins it. Or we're not talking about partnership. We're talking about that he leased out the entire place. And he gets a kickback. He gets not a kickback. He gets a percentage of the profits. And that has to be 25%. The question is, the Ran asks, that we learned that there's a big halacha. Somebody came over to me afterwards because he was also in real estate. If the, the renter, the guy owns a house, and he wants to get that tenant out, what do you do? Instead of putting mice in, what do you do? You make him moderna. You're kind him. You make him a carbon. So he can't be in the apartment anymore. No. So you see, you could. You see that a renter, he rented it out to the guy. He's nothing there. He's not, he's not, he's not a part of it. He doesn't get any, any money back. He's not making any percentages. He rented out completely. And yet, he still has the ability to answer the entire apartment to the guy. So the Ran says, very, very nice. When it comes to a shibud, now we explained already. When you rent something to somebody, you are meshubatim. You, you gave him a lien. You said you could use it. So there's three things that could break a lien. Hegdish, chametz, and shikhr. So if I make a nether and I make it hegdish, I could break it. That's great. That's when it's between me and you. It's one-on-one. I go to the, the guy that rented it, and I break his lease by making it hegdish. That I can do, says the Ram. But what I can't do is rent it to you. You're the balabas now on the mikvah. And now I'm going to make hegdish to our stranger over there. That doesn't take away. That doesn't make it awesome for him to come into the mikvah. It only make it also if I go to the guy that rented it for me and I make him and the whole mikveh hegdish. I can't make one guy in, in the street hegdish. Fine. Now there's another girsa here. I'm only doing because we have a good picture for it. There's a, and it's very funny, I thought. Over here, the word, avo bebatzerlai, the ran is gairis, avo bebeitzim loi. Whoa. What does beitzim have to do with anything? I'll show you. Here, if you see the picture, you'll understand everything. Look official. 
if he sells eggs in the mikvah, and that's what they used to sell in those days, in the mikvah. Today, seriously, if anybody needs challah or anything like that, you go to the mikvah. If all the stores are closed, you go to the mikvah. They, on Shachem, they have everything, all the best challahs, all the way to Shkia, basically. Everything, everything. Shampoo, towels, shalom, especially shalom, wine, and great challahs. Stop. Uh, what? In, like in the water? <laughs> so he's saying that if the, he's only a partner in the eggs, he still remains a partner in the, what is it called? The, um, concession. the concession. Thank you, that's exactly what I was looking for. If he's a partner in the concession, that doesn't count as a partnership. He has to be a partner in the water part, in the, in the mikveh part. Abai Omar, afilu bebotzer aser. Abai says no, even less than the 25% is also considered a partner, or even the eggs, even if you're a part of the concession, it's aser. Oh, if so, eichidami deshari. So what's the case that the guy is allowed to go into the, if, if you're mudar from the, the original owner, the big real estate mogul, that made you aser ba'anah, when is it aser, when is it mudar for him to go into the mikvah? The Mikabal Batasco, when the real estate mogul gets a monthly check of rent, and it doesn't matter to him who comes into mikvah, who doesn't. If the person that comes in, he gets a, a percentage of that, then it's awesome. But if he gets just a regular rent check, then it's mutter for everybody to go in. All the people at Mutter Bano, also Bano, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Wonderful Gifach.